Hello, Omri. Hello. It's finally happening. It's finally happening. Fuck it all. Thank you for helping me set up my podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, welcome to Time For Us. To anyone listening, Omri is an Israeli DJ and producer who is visiting us in South Africa. True. And I thought that maybe we could kick this podcast off with telling us why SA, how you ended up here. Oof. Um, this is a long story, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, well, it began this year, April. I came for, to Africa Burn. Okay. Uh, just random idea mm. of mine to come. And then I, during the festival, I met amazing people who later on booked me to play in Pangea Festival. Okay. And basically, this is why I'm here today. Oh, amazing. Yeah. And have you been loving it? Here? Yes. Amazing, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I stayed for a month and a half after the festival, so I think... Oh, from Pangea now? Yeah. Jeepers, is that how, how long it's been since Pangea? Yeah, like a month and... Yeah. Crisis. A month and a half. And went how, fast, eh? Yeah, it went so fast. <laughs> I feel like it went by in the blink of an eye. And how do you feel like the, 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 the local scene here differs in terms of your experience as a DJ, like to other international crowds? Mm. Well, they're very active and nice. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I love it. What do you mean by active? Like they, they are in the party. They're not like okay. talking shit or, you know, like going yeah. around. They're like in the dance floor. They're experiencing the music they're in the moment. Yeah. I love it. It's like do you happening. F- do you feel you know? like you, you feed off of that energy as a DJ or as a yeah. performer? Yeah, well, I believe that uh, I move like with the energy of the crowd you know what i mean so it's very important to have this kind of people Mm. what do you mean by move with the energy of the crowd like it's motivate me during the set okay you know it's like giving me the energies to yes you know it's moving me like left or right if it's like the crowd is not is numb let's say so obviously i'll be numb Mm. as well but here it's like they're very on it they're on it yeah and like are you as plugged into that like energetic field that you are quite spontaneous in your sets? Like if you're feeling a certain energy, do you feel like it could take you in one direction or another? And that kind yeah, of thing? definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. It's every, every set is changing uh, yeah. due to the energy of the crowd. You know, mm. it's like, I don't have one thing that I'm going, obviously the music is my music and it's the same, uh, in different way yes but, but yeah it's changing yeah from set to set i was researching you online before the podcast and i saw i was just like trying to find out some stuff just so that I, you <laughs> know i'm like <laughs> trying to get some dirt no i'm kidding yeah but you and won't then, find any <laughs> yeah i haven't found any yet <laughs> and i this article that i saw was i think just like um like a feature on you and they were discussing how you found your sound and that it was kind of rooted inside trance in some kind of a way yeah yeah can you tell us more about that yeah well actually my electronic music uh period of life started uh inside trance okay um i was 16 17 something like that went to a side trance party did what i did you know <laughs> <laughs> and i was amazed like uh, honestly it was blew my mind 
and I already on uh, already had like a uh, background with uh, making music like live music guitar drums stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, so I was like okay what the fuck is happening I need to dive into it went home started to produce did a side trans project for four years almost and uh, yeah then changed to Omri how do you come home as a 16 or 17 year old and figure out how to produce did you have people in your life that could help guide you no no you were just like i'm figuring it out definitely not we were like 16 years old you know like a bunch of kids like a group of kids that went to like a citrus party and we had nothing to do with the scene okay like totally disconnected yeah um i just went home and opened youtube you know like use the tools that I had, how to make side trans music like that, you know? That's amazing. Yeah. That is really well, looking amazing. back. It's like, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's, yeah. I feel like people, it's, uh, it's so easy for people to make excuses as to why, like they're not ready to start or how everything needs to be a little bit like perfectly aligned in order for them to have the the courage to start doing something so i think it's really impressive that you just threw yourself into it head first yeah well i think also the the age that i was mm. was helping me a lot because i didn't have a lot on my mind didn't have to work or stuff like that so i had a lot of free time to really dive into it and like you know study and do it by myself mm. i didn't need to pay rent or to you know get a so, second job or so whatever. based on that are you saying that okay so we went to a trans party, we fell in love with the idea. Was it the music? Was it just the vibes that you fell in love with? Well, this is the first time I've been asked, actually. Oh, uh, really? I think it was everything, obviously, but it was, bas- it was mostly the music. Mm. Like it, 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 it made me feel a lot of stuff that I didn't felt before. Mm. Like it took me to the <laughs> new interesting places, <laughs> <laughs> I'll call it. Yeah. Yeah. Oopsie. Oopsie. My bad. Who could it be? <laughs> Sorry, manager. Oh, no worries. Manager. It's okay. Manager, she's allowed to call. Yeah. It's okay. But I'll mute it and put it on the side. My cool. Bad. No worries. Don't worry. I actually, yeah, well, mine's on silent. Thank God. Imagine <laughs> mine was ringing while it's recording. That would be a problem. <laughs> um, okay, cool. That's really, really, really fascinating. So, oh, this is what I was going to actually ask you because you, you mentioned that you you went to this trans party you fell in love with everything that was there you're quite young you come home with this ambition to figure this shit out and you start doing it so have you always had music as your livelihood did you ever have to have another kind of job um no actually no i i had only one job in my life just before i went to that side trans festival actually (laughs) and uh I was cooking. I was a cook. Oh, wow. Yeah, in like an Asian uh, restaurant. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. I've been working there for, I don't know, like three months, something like that. And then I was like, fuck that shit, bro. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm making music. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. And ever since then, like two years, maybe a year and a half later, I started to perform and you know like get getting paid basically so let's say it was around 18 17 so it's about the time you go to work you know Mm. what i mean for the first time like have like a real job 
So this was my... So how many years does that make you, like, having been in the industry for now? Mm. Like 10 years almost, yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. That's like... Two scenes, but yeah, 30 years. Yeah. I feel like um, if you follow anyone or any kind of thought leader that has any kind of opinion on being brilliant at something or being truly successful it does just come down to sheer hours and sheer dedication definitely and 10 years is a long time yeah hey? yeah. yeah it's a long time it's a really long time yeah. and your, your sound is so unique and it's like i've, I've never heard Thank anything you. like it before appreciate it yeah so how did you come it's nice to, to that? know every time it's surprising me oh really yeah it's like thank you yeah you know what i mean have you not i'm sure you must have heard that a lot in your trip here now though um yes i did but still every time it's like do you know my like you how do you know my music Mm. it's it's funny i don't Mm. know still weird because you're humble i guess i don't know i just i think i i just don't i honestly i don't understand yeah like like some like one time i was in uh, walmart in the, the states okay and some guy came to me and he was like is there a chance you're Omri dot and i'm like yeah wild and he's like what what are you doing here and i'm like how the fuck do you know me man <laughs> like, <laughs> you know that was wild yes like, it blew my mind and yeah so every time it surprised me yeah it's uh, it's interesting do you find that having that recognition changes the way that you create because is there more pressure does it build and do you ever feel like it could interfere with the way that you make music or put it out there? I feel like there's, um, I can agree in a way, like, because once you, let's say, make a a good track with, you know, good track, Mm. but like that is success, working successfully, you know, that's like bombing out Mm. or whatever then it feels like you you have the pressure to make more stuff like that mm. you know to keep pushing you forward but i'm not letting it affect me i'm still doing what i believe in and but 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 i totally understand your question and yes there is like something floating around the artistic uh, mm. you know decisions uh, with the the progress yeah yeah I've just recently gotten my hands on the book, The Creative Act by Rick Rubin. I don't know if you like, you know, have heard of him. He's this like incredible producer. He produced, well, more like, I guess, pop. Also though, like the Red Hot Chili Peppers, he's produced incredible yeah. artists, international artists. And he has created, I guess, a guideline or some kind of a textbook that for people to use and as, as a creative himself. And he also kind of touches on what you've just said now and how when he's noticed with art, with artists that he's worked with, when they become successful off of a certain type of sound, that they almost just keep trying to recreate it. But yeah. the beauty lies in like surprising yourself. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I see it many places that a lot of artists in like many genres, you know, like not, mm. yeah, they go into back into the same pattern Mm. and honestly i have to say it's like obviously you see it it's it's working in a way but for me it's a bit mm, i don't know like 
So how do you? I like to push myself to the edge every project, you know, to take it to a different place. What does that look like for you, though? Like, what is? Do you drive yourself insane sometimes? Like definitely. Really? Yes. <laughs> okay, definitely. tell me more. I don't know. I'm like fuck. I hate it. Mm. Like a lot of times. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times I'm I'm getting to a place. I'm like. Wah! like why why can't i do it like simple okay <laughs> yeah you know what i mean yeah and uh but yeah but at the end at the end point at the end point when you you see the full creation you're like mm, that's 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 something how do you know when something's ready to be released i think you just know really yeah it's either i think you're sick of it <laughs> <laughs> in a way you're like fuck that's it i'm done with this track get it out of my sight yeah like yeah. fuck that's it that this is the last click yes uh, it's either that or like that you've really complete with it you know yes yeah, okay that like, and how did you come up with your unique like musical identity i don't think it's something that you can well you can definitely try to mm. find something but i think it's it, it takes time and it's it, it comes by itself you know what I mean? Just like experimenting. Yeah, from influences, from things you've been through, from places you went, and you know, it's like uh, from experiences that you had, mm. um, especially in the psychedelic part of uh, of things. You know, where I mostly uh, like to talk. Um, so yeah, I believe that every little thing build me to the place that i am mm. i'm not sure if it's like one thing that you work on to make to have mm. this sound you know what i mean yeah it's interesting because would you say i mean i think you've been told enough times now as well like you've had the, the validation of being told that you have something unique obviously like yeah. what you what you create stands out above the rest but did you ever arrive to that awareness on your own were you like fuck i've created something that i've never heard before and been like shit this is really interesting or do you feel like you yeah. just created the stuff and then other people were like fuck we've never heard this before no i feel like i i make like yeah definitely i feel like i'm making something mm. that is off the norma yeah you know what i mean and uh, you think your sound will evolve as you evolve as a person definitely I think everything evolves, yeah, <laughs> you know, in life. Has you know, to. It's like it's yeah. the na the nature of movement. Yeah. Nature of our existence. <laughs> like the only thing that's constant is change, as they say. That's true. So another question I have here for you is: um, How long does it take you to develop a track, and like, what is your process? Well, it depends. This is like. It's like if you if you if I compare it to a painting, which is something more physical that I can talk, then mm -hmm. it's like I ask a painter, like, where do you start your painting from? You know what I mean? The grass, the eye, the the sun. It depends on the painting, mm. and it depends on like my my mood and my like what I feel and what is coming from from the stomach. Um, so it's it's very it's very different i can have sometimes that the ideas are like flowing and so like tak 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 i write all the channels and 
then you take like three or four days to arrange it and in a way you know what i mean mm. and then it's like a quick process and i have projects that i'm like as we uh, said earlier that i'm like losing it and like fuck it you know and i'm throwing it and then two years later i'm like oh what is that project i forget about it and i see there's like a nice idea so i'm going with it as again you know so it's it's how often do you revisit you do you revisit old half-finished projects not often but i love but every time that i do it i'm like who i i used to think nicer oh really yeah like i the the way i did uh the the music was not obviously as professional as i do it today um as i'm making it today mm-hmm. but um but i love the 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 new the The new ideas you know what i mean from where you are now or from when you reflect back on your old stuff yeah when like, i reflect back on my old stuff i'm oh, like okay. mm, that was like very fresh you know because this was without any influence of any scene it, i came from a new place and the the raw idea of the old tracks like sometimes i feel like mm, this is this is like impressed you're like hmm. yeah it's like <laughs> wow. i don't think like that today why why don't i think like that today? yeah that I is to, interesting to, yeah have you are, you are you trying to figure out the answer to that question yeah and i'm st- and i'm trying to keep that in mind to like go back to the to the first omri you yes. know what i mean yeah to to have this first side trance omri always in the back of my head you know to don't don't lose this omri yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah How much time do you spend on the Sidetrance scene? Now I don't spend like time mm. at all, actually. Mm. Um, but I spent a lot of time. Mm. Yeah, I honestly was digging this thing in and out for I don't know how long. Mm. Um, basically, every like I, I st- like, you know, it's my it's my roots. I grew up on it like I. Yeah. Everything started from there, so... Do you have siblings? Yeah, I have siblings. Really? Yeah. How, how, where do you fit into the equation? I'm the youngest. Of how many? Uh, we're four. Okay. Yeah, my sister is the oldest. Okay. Then two brothers. Okay. And me. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. And my older brother, he used to... Um, when I was like growing up, you know, as a child, he used to listen to drum and bass, the prodigy and stuff like that, you know. So I had like some of... Like electronic music in the house in a way, but not very psytrance. I kind of like maybe he had like a psytrance phase, but I kind of like discovered psytrance on my own, and it was a thing, yeah, yeah, I guess that's where I was going with that question is are you an anomaly like do you stand out amongst your siblings or are, are, is everyone kind of musical or kind of inclined towards music? Uh, my sister. Uh, she's a singer okay yeah not professionally but she has like an amazing voice really yeah and my brother my other brother loves to party <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the brother the, the other brother is uh, is an architect is an artist okay. he's like doing more physical art mm. I mean like yeah like know. tactile like yeah. actually building things yeah and drawing and like, yeah. painting and stuff Are you creative like that at all yourself? 
Um, yeah, I like I like to do some wood stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Like this is our family business. Oh, wow. We, are, we own a wood factory. We uh, import wood and stuff like cool. that. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not I I'm not working there, but you know, I grew up into this world basically. So I always have like a saved spot in the heart. Is it like carpentry, that. like building things with wood? Um, we we don't do it as like we don't provide it okay but we do it because we love it okay. like to ourselves okay like i built my table you know and stuff oh, but like that's that. cool <laughs> yeah yes that's really gratifying yeah. and it's so practical yeah it's nice also to do like stuff with the hands yes with your hands like uh, especially me when i work with music you know it's like gentle stuff <laughs> mm. and then i go i need to grind a little bit it's like, like hammer yeah yeah it's yeah like sweat <laughs> Shame. Man I had, up. I had a, <laughs> I had a boyfriend in the once. Shame. Um, and I think he also decided that he wanted to build a table for some reason, <laughs> but he has no experience in this whatsoever. Yeah. And yeah, I wish I, I wish I could show you the image that I have in my mind of like this like <laughs> lopsided fucking made with like shitty pine, like this like very bleached pine. And I just remember that he made it, and I. I and I think he gave it to me and I had it in my bedroom for so long. <laughs> Shame. I really, I didn't let go of that thing. Bless. Okay. What does it feel like when you create music that resonates with people for you? When, what, like, can you expand? So When I see it happening? Yes, I think, yes, exactly. I would say when you see it happening. That like when I DJ my own music, and I see the reaction. How do how does it make that me feel? Alchemy. Yeah, that happens. Amazing, mm. amazing. Yeah, it's like when I when I finish a good set that I saw that people like dig it and felt it. And as I say, like the crowd here, that they are with me. I see that they are with me. They're looking me straight in the eye. They're listening. They're like, and I see that I'm affecting them in a way. Of course, it makes me uh, feel full do you find it to be quite a spiritual experience or is that i'm yeah. not taking a leap and saying that no no yeah. it is like you 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 take like you handle a lot of stuff while you dj like a lot of emotions it can go very south very quickly and can go very high very quickly as well so it's like it is a a, a trip you know what i mean mentally what what guides that emotional journey as a DJ? Like, could you help me understand better what influences that for you? Like you said, you're handling a lot of stuff. Like what? What goes to your head? It can be everything. It can be literally everything. You are one in front of many people mm. and all the eyes are straight to you. So it can be either technical issues or a bad mix in your opinion. It doesn't have to even... Like people can't even feel it. Mm. Like they can not like not feel it and you're like fuck this was the wrong track and now you feel like shit and now you need to work on it and be happy again and it's like you know what i mean and suddenly this i don't know dude or whatever sticking the phone into your face with the and then you need it's like a lot of a lot of happening in yes. the booth like it's all around you you know what i mean so sometimes you you need to handle some shit with yourself while you're djing would you say that, I've heard Tully say this actually, 
that DJs are often quite introverted because this is what I think she was describing and when we had our podcast together because it's like you get to be at the party and be involved in the party but you're not you don't have to so, like socialize do you feel the same way about that or do you find that you're also like you have energy to connect with people on an everyday level as a person as to who you are I feel like it's uh, it's hard work it's hard work sometimes but as a producer uh, I really appreciate this interaction mm. you know because I, what I'm doing I'm doing it from the bottom of my heart and when a person is coming and is like taking a moment to tell me what he thinks about what I gave to him or what I played to him so I take this moment to listen to him and to embrace what like I, I enjoy it of course no I disagree about that like I, I enjoy the social yes. experience of it yeah. obviously I'm not going like I'm playing on a high schedule like busy schedule so I will not have the, the power to party and like go wild you know but I am more than welcome and want to get these comments and to interact with people because I want to to get the feedback you know to the to the work that I do yeah At, like it's yeah. nice it's heartwarming it's like it's it's motivating me to 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 keep doing what I do yes I hear where you're coming from I think I might just because Charles if you're listening to this <laughs> just not she feels like I misrepresented her <laughs> I just want to clarify that I think what she was saying is that sometimes DJs aren't very out outgoing people like sometimes they feel more comfortable behind the decks because they still kind of get to be in the scene but they don't have to be like social do you know what I mean so but I don't, I don't think it's about like um necessarily not wanting to engage with people but yeah anyway let's just I don't, I don't even know if I'm making sense but thank you for your answer yeah you answered I I, yeah 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 <laughs> you, an you answered the question yeah i answered the question you answered the question yeah, yes you I did. did and i i love to interact with people yes, bottom you, part bottom yes. line i love people yes. <laughs> yes you answered the question and i am talking shit about tali so <laughs> tali we love you yes. you are the best <laughs> that's so funny okay um <clears throat> actually on that note so maybe we can also have a quite a candid conversation about this because I feel as though most of the time when someone becomes a really successful DJ, maybe it's any kind of success, but I do think there's an element of this being a little bit more exacerbated when it comes to like a DJ for some reason, that there's a huge sense of people like idolize, you know, the like DJs, like yeah. successful DJs. They're like literally like shit their pants. They're like, oh my God, it's you. Like, wow. <laughs> it's like they, their minds are blown. They're awestruck. And they can treat like they treat people differently. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like they uh, treat DJs differently. It's like because I don't know why, like they're quite obsessed with them kind of thing. Do you think that that's warranted? I think, I think that... I don't like the word DJs. <laughs> I'm know? sorry. It's so like generalizing. Yeah. But it is what it is. Sorry. So, I know, do you feel like I'm, am I am I um, discrediting you by saying throwing the word DJ at you? No, no. I think obviously you it's are just different. Like, 
No, I'm not saying that I'm different. Okay. It's just that it's like I believe every every individual has its own uh, personality and wills and how much he wants to interact and engage. And you know what I mean? So to, to, to look at us as DJs, it's very like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's impersonal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And it's like very, indi- okay. uh, very individual. But um, uh, remind me your question again. My question was, do you think that um, it's warranted as to how people can idolize and treat people in the music scene who are yeah, like yeah, you know I, I established yeah, yeah differently so what i was about to say is, mm. <laughs> is that i think those people they go through something like me as an artist i make something i make music i make a tune and they hear it and they have this kind of like mental experience with it for the bad or for the best Or, you know, mm. if it's like touching them and she's, I don't know if she's like had this fight with her boyfriend and she's listening to my emotional track and she's crying and she's have, you know, so people like they're, they're f- they, they feel, mm. you know, so they want to see the artist behind the, what made them feel, the, the creation that made them feel something, mm. you know what I mean? Mm. So I don't see it, it's like... You know, like, oh, my God, like it's coming from a positive way, okay. you know, not like uh, I, I affect them yes. in a way. So they want to show it to me. Yes. Or they are happy to meet the person who made them feel that way. Fair. So, yeah, I guess I think sometimes it can. And this is not in relation to you, but I think maybe in general, in an industry or in, I guess in any qualification or any kind of position in life where you reach a, a level of success and notoriety or like, you know, fame, like people, people know your name and stuff that it can sometimes maybe warp the way that that individual presents themselves in the world. Like, I'm just saying like, I've, I have a friend who's dated like some like really big, huge DJ person. And I think that experience and like the way that that person manages their ego in that role and in that capacity still doing the same thing that you're doing creating like music and art that touches people it's just interesting how this is what i say it's very individual yes you are right you can't generalize it's very like depends on the person yeah you know but if you ask me in my perspective all the big 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 djs the big the one that rule the world mm. let's say They are all nice mm. and interactive. Mm. They're not dicks. Mm. Not even one of them. It's, this Just is like, it's true. You see, you see it. You yeah. see it. You see that they're not. Yeah. <laughs> Just ding. Yeah. Like you see it. You see how you see it everywhere on social media, on the personal interaction. It's like they're not dicks. They're all the time smiling and giving the time. Obviously, they're busy people and they're not going to sit like after the set now have a coffee with the audience you know what i mean yeah but of course to not ignore yes. you know what i mean like no yeah it's like a big no for me yeah maybe my question is coming from like a place of like um i don't know if i'm being very honest potentially like jealousy is the wrong word 
but like that's the first word that's coming to mind like it's 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 not it doesn't doesn't feel nice coming out of my mouth but it's that feeling of like maybe I'm like asking that question or the question came to me because it's like oh or like are they even that cool do you know what I mean so I guess I'm asking myself now the question as to why I would feel that way and it is kind of like a I don't know Anyway, just psychoanalyzing myself. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, that's yours. <laughs> Doctor, you're like, this is not what we came to do. Yeah. Let's get back to the I actual I feel like it's uh, starting to be my show. You yeah, know? I, like I'm treating you in a way. <laughs> this is the therapist's couch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, um, and how does that make you feel? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what have been some of the biggest challenges for you in doing your current like DJing? It's going to sound funny. But this is the first thing that came uh, onto my mind mm -hmm. when you asked that, is to sleep in a different bed, different beds. Mm. This is, I have five slipped herniated discs. No. Yeah. So the hotel life, five. let's say, yes. and like Airbnb life. Yes. Not very appealing to me. <laughs> no. 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 So yeah, this is like a thing that wow fucks me every fucking time that I'm traveling. I hate it. So all of you promoters you. that yeah. hear it now, please <laughs> have a firm bed. Oh my god. Get Omri a good bed, please. Yeah, firm one, firm. Firm. Yeah. So are you are you quite like maybe we are all a little bit particular with what we what we like need when we go to sleep. Because like if I also I also hate it. Like even if we go traveling Erin and I will go away for a weekend or something, and if the place that we're staying at has a cock bed, we'd literally yeah. rather leave a day or two early than... Yeah, it's hard. It's horrible. It's horrible, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's an interesting one. I didn't see that coming. Mm -hmm. like, like, there's a lot of other yeah. stuff. A lot. For but sure. This is, like, the thing that came onto my mind, I told you. Why? Did you have a bad <laughs> night's sleep last night? No, no, no. Actually, it's, it's cool where I am, but it's just, like, it hit me so many times that... Like, <laughs> apparently yeah. it's sitting you know what i mean yes <laughs> like what, the problem sitting? is oh, sitting, sitting somewhere so yeah, yeah, in yeah, my yeah. stomach <laughs> you can't you haven't worked through it yet yeah okay do you believe that you have a purpose in life definitely do what i do otherwise i wouldn't do it i truly believe in that as well you know how would you describe doing what you do? I think this is like making music and affecting mm. people. This is what I mean. Mm. And it's not just like making music and playing music as like, as it's like, just get it out of me. You know, I really need to affect people because I had some shows, like I have a lot of booking opportunities that I don't take because I know it's not the right environment or it's not the right place to have the for the people to embrace really what I want to share with them. So, yeah. Okay. And would you say that it's that what you do when you're creating your your art or music you do it for yourself or do you do it for the audience? Do, when, you, when you're creating, do you think, oh, okay, I'm doing this for you or do you do it first and foremost to make yourself feel happy? I think it's a little bit of both mm. because I'm like doing what I like and then I'm like, mm, yeah, they're going to love it. 
Okay. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, because this the 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 thought is changing. Once I love it, like I'm thinking about it when when we speak. You yes. know what I mean? I, it's not that I uh, di- dive into the, like how I like what I feel when I produce. You know, I yes. just produce. But when I think about it, it's like, okay, this is cool. I love it. And then it changes to like they were gonna like it's gonna kill the dance floor. Yes. You know what I mean? Okay. So I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've read a few things around how, um, I mean, it's obviously different. There's many different mediums of creating. You could be a writer or a painter or whatever it is. And I think that there's been traditionally a, a movement kind of around you have to like create for someone else like your creation like is a gift like you have to do it for your audience or who is your audience that's kind of at least in my experience in the creative like field heard that like phrase always being thrown around and then I've also heard initially at the time I think the people who were saying this were outliers like they it wasn't a common thing to say but I think it's becoming more and more I think like it makes perfect sense to me and that's that you should create for yourself and kind of exactly what you've just said it's like make something that you are so happy with that you like that you like so much you wouldn't change a single fucking thing about it and then if you put it out into the world and no one else likes it it's actually so fine because you love it you know what i mean yeah and then if you put it out and everyone loves it then that's great that's a bonus yeah but i think here comes um experience and practice Mm. you know to balance the things you love and the things they can relate to okay you know what i mean yeah because to do what i love it's gonna be <laughs> like no one will understand it you know what really I mean? like oh yeah because, I, because i'm a nerd at the end you know i like to play with electronics and like i can just do like all day long you know oh, what wow. i mean and it's like yeah, but you need to balance <laughs> all this fucking mess in your head into things that people can relate to. Mm. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Yeah. I do know what you mean. Wow, I would so love So I'm always to. doing what I love, but yes. I'm also considerate of the... Uh, the, the how, how would I say it? Like the, the way it can connect with people? No, how much people can... Uh, like, how capable of them to... Okay, yes. Get in, you know, to yes. receive. Because I know that I can receive a lot of stuff, yes. you know, but most of the people can receive one, two, three channels. They hear one, you know what I mm. mean? Like one idea at a time. Mm. So with time, you manage how to, you learn how to manage and, you know, like place the ideas in the right spots, mm. not to go too wild. That's super interesting. Yeah. Do you feel like you would ever one day release a track that was just... Just weird shit. Just fucking whatever. You were like, this <laughs> yeah. is... Yeah. Well, it's like, I don't know if you if you ever dove into like uh, electronic albums, like as a full album, but it's usually like a lot of, a lot of times you have like one, two first tracks and mm-hmm. the last one, let's say... That they can be just like pads. It's like, uh, no beat, you know, no mm. nothing. Just like the artist wanted to express himself, mm. you know, like in another way, which mm. is 
So in an album, like, yeah, I, I believe that I will, I will do it in the future, maybe even the near future. Do you have any albums out or are you working on one? I have some EPs okay. and remixes and singles, okay. but no album yet. Okay. Uh, but I'm very keen of doing an album. Like, I really want that. Mm. Um, I think it takes time and I don't want it to just be a collection of tracks i want it to be a album mm. so well i'm excited for that looking forward to that <laughs> um this is i hope this doesn't offend you and me talking about robbie williams in the same topic of conversation as you do you know robbie williams yeah obviously like i love it i'm obsessed with him yeah. i've just recently watched his documentary on netflix and he basically you know he made that song rude box i don't know if you if you know how the song goes It's like a really, anyway, so it's the complete opposite of any other song he's ever, ever made. And yeah. it was something that he was like, this is the ultimate expression of where he's at. It's like edgy. If you listen to it now, it's actually super cool. Yeah. At the time though, everyone loved him for a different sound. Yeah. And then he released the song Rootbox and he got ripped apart by like the, or the audience, his audience, the media. He had like, it basically completely Shame. obliterated him. Yes. And oh. he lost all... his creative confidence to be daring. And then he just basically went straight back into like creating the stuff that he knew was safe yeah. and has never, ever, ever made anything different yet, which is quite interesting. I can totally understand. I think in his level, when you get slaughtered, you get slaughtered hard. Mm. Shame. Shame. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing your weird song one I day. I hope you wouldn't slaughter me. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> no, I wouldn't because I'd hear it and I'd, I'd know. I'd be like, oh my God, that's it. We spoke about this. Yay, it's finally out. Okay. I think that we're kind of nearing to the end of our party here, but I have a few more questions for you. Yeah, sure. And that is, it's a little bit random. But what do you think it comes, oh, sorry, what do you think it takes to become a successful artist? It's one of them. Disciplined. Discipline. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Like you gotta fucking do everything every day, nonstop. No how, days off. How long do you, yeah, okay, so tell me what does your schedule look like? What is your... Example I don't know, it's changing a lot, but you need to do. You need to be and to do and to go out and to do stuff. And when I'm saying go out, I don't mean go out to the bar and have a crazy night mm. and end up with a girl. No, definitely mm. not. I mean, go out to the world and try to find like the connections that you need and to push yourself and like mm. just go and do it. whatever it takes nothing is wrong you know what i mean every little step every little thing that you do at the end like uh, help your f like your full project that's that's it so yeah just do just, just do. Cons consistency. consistency consistency hey yeah it's a big one just consistent like honestly this is the only thing Because I, I remember, like, if I'm thinking of, of, my, of myself, like, like, six years ago, eight years ago, and I was like, I don't know anyone. How would I know? How would I? 
how would I do it? You know, like, how can I play? I don't know. I remember the struggle, you know, I remember it. And you just go and you go again and you go again and you go to this place and that place and you just and time and consistency and it's happening, you know. Mm. But if you give up and you're like slacking here, slacking there, you know, you don't go to this party, you get an invitation, you're like, ah, I'm tired. You know, Moscow men, my good friend, uh, which I very admire, he told me, don't be the no guy. Never be the no guy. And he's right. And I listened to him and I never said no, mm. like never. Like obviously things that are bad for me, I would say no, you know, don't be, yeah, <laughs> like kids, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like don't say yes to everything. Yeah. But like don't be this annoying person that says no all the time, you know what I mean? Yes. Like go, go in, interact, go explore and, you know, eat the world mm. every day. Do, do everything if it's through social media or physically go in or taking shoots or coming to Danny to do a podcast <laughs> or like everything you know like yeah. everything is helping the the goal yeah basically yeah I resonate with that very much yeah and then another question I have for you is what are you, what would you say your three values are? You have to have you have to say three of them mm, never thought about it mm. um I think um honesty honesty um positivity it's hard to get three. <laughs> that's, a tr- that's a tricky ending question i mean it's not really i feel like i feel like if you like because I'm it's something you d- you're not being asked on a daily basis you know yeah it's true but it's interesting i mean it doesn't have to be what they stand for for the rest of your life but it is interesting i think you know what you stand for generally yeah well basically all the things that i said in the you like listen to this podcast yeah i <laughs> know yeah. <laughs> like honesty Positivity. Positivity and consistency. And consistency. Yeah, we can go yeah. with that. <laughs> okay, I like it. I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah, I think mine's also, honesty is definitely one of mine as well. And like breaking patterns also. Mm. You know, like go, ex- like go experience. Go experience. Just mm. try some, some other stuff, you know, for a change. Yes. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can always, always do the same thing, but just don't. Yeah. <laughs> do you mean that as in, in, in every aspect of in life? In every aspect. Doesn't matter what the fuck doesn't it is. Doesn't matter. Just do something, spice just, it up. Yes, yeah, spice it up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just spice it up. I like that. And then in closing, I try to don't always I don't always ask the same questions at the end of the podcast but sometimes I try to and um one of them or there's actually three one of them is what is the thing that you're most grateful for um the actually my 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 career like it's not my career as a career is the gift that I have given that's given me the opportunity to live and to make let's say money and to you know have like a decent life from the things that i truly love Mm. and believe in this is the thing that i'm grateful for and obviously the 
the ability to affect people in such a way. Mm. Is there anything else up your sleeve that we should start rubbing our hands together in anticipation for? Oh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my own label now. Like I'm, I'm working on it. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you that, for having that's me. That's that. And that's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's a fucking wrap. Can you believe it? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you for so listening. Fun. Oh, good. I'm so glad you enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. It so went by quickly. Hey, it always does. Yeah. I find. I'm just going to do my little closing thing, which is thank you so much for listening, everybody. If you enjoyed this episode of Time For Us, please will you follow me on Spotify and also share this podcast with the world. I hope that you are having an amazing day, whatever time you're listening to this. Lots of love. Bye.